Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, Doctor Who edition. I'm your host, Jasmine, and today we have Adelaide. Hello, Ellie. Hey, Jasmine. And we're going to be talking about Doctor Who Season 6. So, overall, did you like Season 6, Adelaide? I love Season 6. I think this is where it really started to kick up for me, where this is one of my preferred seasons i think um it, i don't know if it's just 11 himself but it's just they have one of they have some of the best seasons and i hate to say that because as you guys have probably heard from previous seasons or from previous podcasts i'm not a fan of moffat yet i like his writing so i'm gonna go have an <laughs> internal conflict about that i thought that overall this season after watching it again and i watched the season twice just to make sure that i had a fully fleshed out opinion of it the only thing that was really good about this season was probably the first two episodes, River Song, and that's about it. Like, other than that, this season was pretty, like, boring. But, but River Song makes everything fantastic. <laughs> exactly. But let's just jump right in with the silence. And the silence was basically this overarching villain. That, well, it was this overarching threat. And no one knew what it was. And it was just this big thing that hung over everything. Once the words are spoken, silence will fall. Did you like this? Yes and no. Um, I like the idea of creatures like the silence that you know you can you immediately forget them when you turn away and that's how they've managed to live their life and that's how they've managed to control for so long but at the same time it's so easy to write something like that in and the concept itself is very scary but it also feels a bit like a cop-out to have that ability there it's cool to con to confront that ability but to say oh they've always been here we just don't remember is kind of annoying to me see and i took the other thing it's like the monster that goes bump under your bed. And it's like, to me, the silence was, did you grow up and out of it? Or is it just that, like you said, they don't remember. So maybe that's what children remember. when, Like, that was my thought process. Like, when you're a child and you're afraid of whatever. And maybe children... It was so interesting. I love that aspect of it. That actually would be so much more interesting if that's what it was. It was just a bunch of monsters that only preyed on children. Or only went after children, and then once you grew up, you just couldn't see them. Mm-hmm. And then you had to either have a kid or, like, be near a kid in order to perceive them. That would have been really more... That would have been way more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed the silence, especially um, since this is where we first, like, get an inkling of them. So... How did you enjoy Melody Pond? I really, like, I don't know what to do with that, because I know that I go back every time to when I first saw that, and I didn't see that twist coming with Melody Pond and um, and River Song. I never saw that coming when I first saw the season. Um, so I'm not entirely sure how much, I don't know, I, I like it, but also I kind of would have liked a more traditional role for her. I think personally it was very mind, especially the way that they did it 
where we found out that Amy had been snatched away at some point. No one knows exactly when she was snatched away. And she was actually a hologram of herself. And the only reason that they realized she was snatched away was because she was in labor and it was glitching the mainframe. Yeah, I didn't like that. I, I will say that Melody Pond on her own was her own sort of reveal. But, and I can make my peace with that one. It's just, I did not like the idea that we don't know when Amy was gone. We see hints of it really early in the season. But I I don't know. I don't like the idea that they didn't want to show Amy pregnant and gaining weight. So they threw her in this little compartment to just raise her and be this, like, chattel. And it was so annoying. Uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I really liked it. I like that aspect of it. Because then, like you said, it's an easy cheat where, like, hey, I don't have to see you pregnant. We don't have to deal with, like, you leaving the doctor. And you get to have a baby. Um, so let's just jump into the first episode of the season. The Impossible Astronaut. Did you like this episode specifically? Well, River was in it, so yes. Does that count? <laughs> um, okay, well, let me just say, I like this episode simply because imagine that you are watching objectively. You don't know anything that's happening, but your love invited you to a location and you objectively watch him get killed and there's nothing you can do. Oh, uh, be horrible. Right. <laughs> and it's so, like, and, he, and then you find out he knew the whole time. And then, after you find out he knew the whole time, you find out that you were the one who killed him. Yeah, I actually, that's one of the reasons why River is one of my favorite characters, is because she has that really unusual conflict. And you know, it's told from the start that she's the one that kills the doctor. And you have to go through the whole process of trying to find out how we stop that, essentially. Yeah, and I appreciate that in um, Let's Kill Hitler, you get the little animatronic robots or the people from the future who are like, yeah, we're going to sentence people who don't do that. First of all, what kind of job is that? Like, you are just a jerk who goes around like, yeah, we capture you at the end of your life. And since you didn't get the justice that you deserve, we're going to, at the end of your life, stop it in its tracks, rewind time, grab you, and put you in jail. Like, that is like the kid who asks for homework when everyone is about to leave. That is who founded that group. What what were your thoughts on that episode, Adelaide? Um, I really like that they... Sh- I, first, I like those weird animatronic people that look identical to the person they're mimicking, and then they have the, the smaller people inside. It was very Osmosis Jones, and it made mm. me laugh. Um... That episode itself, I I don't know, I liked Melody slash River more than the actual events. And that was hard to pay attention to anything else because let's I mean, as much as it as as weird as it is that Melody is their daughter and she grows up with them the entire time and she becomes her best friend that then turns out to be the daughter and as annoying 
of a twist as that is, it's still she's still a really fun character to see and play around with. Although I do think they throw the word psychopath around a little too much for her. I uh, no, she was a psychopath. Like especially Yeah, the, Melody <laughs> before she becomes River, before she has the newer adult version of herself. Yeah, I'd give her that. But then they continue to throw it around a little bit. Well, no, because I think at the end of the day when she's with the doctor, he has a leash on her because she's in love with him. So, of course, you don't want to disappoint the person that you're in love with. So she kind of reels it back in. But, like, you could see, like, her true nature when there was the um, episode with the Dalek. And she was just like, yeah, one shot through your eye stuff will kill you. And she had the Dalek beg for mercy and still killed him. Like, you can see small moments of that come through when no one's around, and that's what I loved about that. Is it bad that I don't have a problem with that, then? (laughs) But, yeah. um, We just talked about the Tessa Lecter. Um, Like I said, it was creepy to me, but I think my biggest problem was that they formed this group just to be jerks to people throughout history. That's all they did. This administ- this whole bureau was just like, yeah, you didn't get punished. We're going to make sure you get punished. I mean, Ooh. on the one hand, wouldn't you want to go back and punch Hitler in the throat at the end of his life? But again, why? who decides who deserves these punishments? There's a lot of people who you could go through time and say, yeah, they were a jerk, but then you can also go, okay, so what came out of this? Yeah, I do feel like Hitler's the easy choice that they picked there. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's a person alive that would not go back and punch him in the throat. <laughs> and so it, that's an easy choice to make, but when you get into other ones, that probably is, you know, one person's definition of a jerk is another person's hero, and it kind of, you know, the winners write history. Exactly. And you don't get to know exactly what precipitated the events that maybe they won. Like, it's certain events where there are heroes, quote-unquote, but they did awful things to gain that title. So, it's just, again, who decides who was a good enough person or a bad enough person to get a Tessalecca and have to go to jail in the future? Well, and... I assume after, like, after Hitler, there's probably not many others that are such easy choices. And Well, they have River Song. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> after River and Hitler, I guess, you're kind of I, like, well, I'm, I'm out of a job now. Do I just wait? I don't know, because they said they had a bounty for stuff. And also, how did River get on the same level as Hitler? Yeah, that's not the same level. Like, I mean, you would think, like, it's just what a... What what are we doing? <sighs> but I digress. Because I could talk about that. It really annoyed me. <laughs> but let's just move right along. We find that River returns. And technically she returns in Let's Kill Hitler. But she's not herself as River. And in this episode... We get to see her at the beginning of her life. And the doctor, oh, he was such a jerk the whole time. He's like, yeah, only River can do that. Only River can do that. And then Melody's like, who's River? Who's River? (laughs) Uh, 
and I don't know, and it doesn't show how we got from this version of River Song to the one who's in love with the doctor. Yeah, I think that's what and I like mm-hmm. that's a thing I have an issue with is that we never really see her we don't see her enough with the doctor. We don't see it progress from from like toying crush that she has, if you can call that a crush. She's really just screwing around with him. Uh, to like actually in love and I think that bothers me because we see their relationship after once they're actually in love but we never see how they get to that point um so how did you feel about the whole river kills the doctor and then gives up her regenerations for him um how can I say this nicely without insulting Moffat for the 400th time hmm um, I feel like it was one of Moffat's usual things. I'm apparently not trying to be nice anymore. Uh, I feel like it was one of Moffat's ways of saying, hey, look, we have a female Time Lord or a kind of female Time Lord, except she can't regenerate and she gave it up for him instead. And it just, it feels like it's Moffat doing the thing where he's trying to be, he's trying to throw the audience a bone with what they want. And instead he just throws them a teeny tiny piece of that and... It's it's not enough, and it's really irritating that when he does that. See, and when I watched this, I was like, okay, this would have been a more meaningful moment if we had seen the growth of a river and her actual love for him. And then she's like, okay, I killed him. Here is me saving him. Like, maybe, like, her future self is, I mean, her past self escapes and then her future self comes back and then does it. Yeah, that would have been way better. Just to have them. Even if they're going to skip the whole, hey, she's actually in love with him thing, they could at least have the past version that has come in several times to have that help. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I, I... I like the idea of it more than I like the execution. So as we go on, we move through, we get the death of the doctor vision. And the doctor is like actively trying to avoid his death, but not really. It was really weird because if you were actively trying to avoid your death, would you keep living a life that you've been living? can actually say no I would not do that like cause his life was actively crazy and everything wanted to kill him in the universe and he's like yeah I had this vision of my death blah 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 oh well time to go do the exact thing that will probably put me closer to it um and then we move right along to the TARDIS takes human form I enjoyed this more than I thought I was going to. I agree, actually. I agree entirely. <laughs> I didn't think I'd like this, but I did. Like, in a TARDIS, it's like, are pe- all people so big on the inside? Like, <laughs> uh, like, and I remember exact quotes from this episode because the TARDIS was amazing. The actress they got to play her was great. She, like, kissed the doctor, and she's like, yeah, I loved you, and do you really think I would let you give me back and the off? As much as I love the river and uh, as much as I love the doctor and river, uh, um, yes, the TARDIS is a good close second for that. 
I think that was a good showing that the TARDIS is really the Doctor's true love. Like, in the travel that the TARDIS provides. Yeah, I agree entirely. That's the true... It's the true partnership. And whether or not that's a romantic partnership in the end, it's still the ultimate partnership that the Doctor can have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anything else you want to say about the TARDIS taking human form? Nah. I mean, we've covered that she was awesome, so... <laughs> So then we have the flesh. Do you remember the flesh or? Um, I'm thinking because I binged them all. So now it's all kind of merging into one giant thing. It was the thing that uh, was fake Amy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are weird. And then um, fake baby. Yeah, those were creepy, actually. <laughs> the... <laughs> They burst like balloons, like water balloons into like silicone, like liquid silicone. That was disgusting. I think that was the maximum hurt that you can inflict on another person, if we're really being honest. And it was like that episode of Rick and Morty where the thing gave birth, where the ship gave birth to the man's son and then it bursted his arms. Yeah, that's horrible. And. Like, on the other hand, like, yes, it's horrible for poor Amy to, like, have her baby burst in her arms like a little water balloon. But also you have, um, you have Amy as the flesh where she is conscious and she's aware and she has an identity and it caused her physical, like, it caused her emotional distress to learn that she wasn't real. And that was, like, that alone is horrible. Actually... Um, I don't know if it's this season, but it's, uh, yeah, it's another season. Okay, so I can't do that right now. But, I, like I said, I really like this episode. And, there, let's just move along to Jenny, Vastra, and Strax. Now, first of all, let's go with Jenny and Vastra's relationship. Okay? Because I don't remember if we talked about this in another podcast. Do you? Uh, no, I don't think we did. I I don't know how you would get into a relationship with a lizard woman. Me either, but at the same time, that's the healthiest relationship in the entire freaking series. Hmm, is it? Uh, later, I think. Not earlier, but it does get to be. It gets to be a healthier one later. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting to me. One, that she was a lesbian and she was able to find another person and how do you get that a lizard woman is flirting with you there's so many questions that i have about this relationship that's not a sense early vastra doesn't have like she has no idea how to flirt and interact with humans she's so belittling to them Mm -hmm. and how do you get to the point where you're like yeah this is my wife i love her blah 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 in the 18th century and then you're out hunting down craziness it's, it, Go ahead. it's exhausting the level of layers that this episode has or that really pairing like the has two of them, though, and Strax I like all three of them together <laughs> and I do appreciate I mean on the one hand I don't understand how a lizard woman could possibly survive in the 18th century there like that would be that's way people were judgmental enough now back then it was even worse and 
there's no way in hell anybody would understand some sort of skin condition like that. And I know that she wears the veil, but still. It, it's a very thin veil, if we're being honest. Yeah, if we can see through it, then everybody else can see through it. <laughs> but I did like Strax. Like, he's like, oh, you humans, blah, 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 blah. Strax was probably one of my favorite characters. I do really like Strax. I think he's, um, he's really, I don't want to say cute because he looks like a potato, but at the same time, it is really cute. And I really like the way he interacts with them. And I really, it shouldn't be as funny as it is to me, but I really love that he has that little character trait that he can't tell the sexes apart. And he'll routinely call one the other and he'll be like, oh yes, that's a little girl. No, that's a, that's an adult male. And it's just, to me, it's charming. Yeah, I liked it. It was interesting and funny. Um, and I love that he could never tell. <laughs> like, no matter how many times he got, like, uh, he was around humans, he was with humans, he could never tell what was what. And he's like, you were just so confusing, all of you. And he acted as a doctor. He was an, he was in the medical field, so you would assume after a while he would figure this out, but nah. Yeah, and I loved that um, reveal that we found out that he was a battle nurse, not a soldier. And he was still like one of the toughest people. But I thought it was awesome. He's such a little potato. (laughs) So then we get the birth and theft of Melody Pond. Which again, it was just another okay. And it was the fact that they had one of those little things, the flesh, take over as the baby. And Amy did, like, you, wouldn't you realize that, the, they, like, someone took away your baby? Like, are they erasing Amy's memory every time? I would not put it past them, honestly, but I hope not. Because that was my issue with it. Because if you give birth, that is a very traumatic thing. And it was people around her the whole time. Yes, no? Yeah. So no one saw them take your baby? Or did she give birth to the the flesh? Like, what happened? I have no idea. I don't... I don't know. They took the baby at some point, and... I don't know if they, like, then re-impregnated her with the flesh and then she delivered again. I don't know. I don't want to think too much about that because it's disturbing and and gets into, like, areas that I don't really... Like, dystopian areas I don't really want to think about. And it does way too many questions that logically doesn't make sense. But again, yeah. But that's Moffat for you. <laughs> I'm going to have to start So my favorite part about... Insults Moffat. <laughs> My favorite part about that episode was when a good man goes to war and her speech to the doctor. That was probably one of my favorite speeches, aside from when the first, the very first doctor said goodbye. And what did you think of that speech? That, I agree entirely. That's one of my favorite ones. Um, I think the only other one, it's not really a speech, but what goes on with... Um, Vincent Van Gogh with uh, when he's talking to him. I think that was the 
only other part that really resonates with you? Um, and I loved when she was like, this is what they did because they fear you. Do you know what doctor means in some places? Like, I I don't know how many times I've rewatched that speech because I was so moved. I was living for it and it was amazing. And then Melody reveals who she is. And the doctor's like, but we and you. (laughs) I thought that was adorable. He gets so confused. (laughs) And then Amy almost kills her. Yeah, well. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, she just lost her baby. What else does she have to lose, really? She's on an alien planet. It's not like the doctor wouldn't take her back home if she killed you. Really, no one would know. <laughs> uh, But is there anything else that you want to talk about about that episode? Um, No, I think I'm... Um... No, I think I'm good on that one. Um, then we have Amy has turned into a doll. Do you remember that episode? I do because it terrified me. <laughs> okay, well you could take the lead on that episode because I really didn't care. Okay, that was the um Night that Terrors. Was the one. What? It was Read the that? Night Terror episode. Yeah, the Night Terror episode with the little kid that was mm-hmm. scared of his what do you want to call that? Like a wardrobe? Every time he um his imagination would run away with him, and every time he heard something or something scared him, he would put it in the wardrobe to make it safe. That's what his dad taught him. Um, I think for me, the Amy becoming a doll, I don't know, there was a lot of foreshadowing in that episode that I didn't catch the first time because of I didn't see the stuff coming. But since I'd already seen it, the rewatch bonus was there. And seeing the kid where... What did they compare him to? Was it the... Um, kind of bird was it oh i know animals and i'm failing my own, my um, own hobby here hmm. I don't was, it, actually was it a cuckoo or something or um what bird i have it that? in my notes let's see nope but don't have it in my notes all right well it was the bird that that uh, takes over a nest and the parents raise it as their own and i thought that was a really cool concept and it joined up with a couple that could not have children that really wanted children so it it fulfilled a hole in their life that they already really wanted and were very desperate for as opposed to just finding a couple that didn't have kids but not necessarily wanted kids uh at the same time and i i would say at the same time messing with their memory like that's a little creepy but it also has a good moment where the for character development where the dad says oh yes like he is still my son like for a while he's questioning he's like how can this how can i take care of it it's not my son it's not even human and then he just sees a little kid in terror that he's been caring for his entire life Mm. like it's nice and it's a nice it's nice writing yes oh yeah you're right it was a cuckoo yeah, it was. It is. Yeah. Um, it's nice writing. It's great that the parents like didn't realize what was going on, and it's also great that they didn't want to abandon the child. Like the foster parents, 
Yeah, I think ultimately because... that's the best part of that episode. Like, Amy becoming a doll is the whole, like, that's creepy and all, and the creepy little doll that, like, walks towards you with the gross red hair. But <laughs> the rest of it, the whole, like, it kind of parallels adoption in a way, but at the same time, it's still, it, it's way, it's it's very successful in the way it does it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I could have handled that, <laughs> like, yeah, if we're being honest. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like. Maybe it's just me, but I would have felt personally betrayed that it altered my memories to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And not only did it alter your memory, like, first of all, you don't know when you got the kid. You don't know how long you've been dealing with this. Like, for all you know, the kid could have walked into your house yesterday and altered your memories. I know, right? And you have no idea. You're just like, oh, yeah, I've had him for five years. No, no. Everybody around you does not know that, and neither do you. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else that you want to go talk about? Um, no, I don't think so for that one. Oh, there is one more thing that we need to talk about about this episode. The rhyme, TikTok. Um, do you remember that? You cut out right as you started saying that, so could you repeat <laughs> that? That was wonderful timing. Thank you, computer. The, um, TikTok rhyme. TikTok goes the clock even for the doctor. Which was basically like, yeah, you're gonna die too. Oh, yeah, the creepy little rhyme that they had at the end. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt like there was enough foreshadowing in the episode that that was kind of on the nose. Um, Cool. Let's see. What else do we have in this episode? Oh, the two versions of Amy. I think we talked about that enough. Um, Oh, Amy and Rory leave the doctor. Were you surprised by that? I mean, after they just lost their kid, not really. I don't know. People have lost whole family members thanks to the doctor and still stayed with him. That's true. I don't know. I feel like Amy and Rory were very back and forth with the doctor. At least Amy was. And I don't know. For me, it felt like, maybe I'm confusing it with later seasons, um, but for me, it felt like with Amy and Rory, unlike uh, Rose... Rose was just always with the doctor. Amy and Rory were like, we're going to go back. We're going to stay there for a little while. And then we're going to come back with you. And then we're going to join you. And then we're going to go back for a little bit again. So I think that's where my... I'm not entirely surprised they're leaving. But I also don't believe they're leaving for very long. Thoughts came up. See, I thought this was going to be the end of Amy and Rory. And I was happy with it. If this was the way that they left it, I would have been fine. Because like you said, they went through so much. But um, how is there anything else you want to talk about about Amy and Rory leaving the doctor? Um, I'll agree with you that I think that would have been a great ending for them as opposed to what happens in the next season. Um, and I think it's one, it's two more episodes that I want to talk about. Okay, the first okay, episode I want to talk about is the girl who waited. Now, do you remember this episode? Sure. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the title and oh yes, I do remember this episode. Oh, it all just came flooding back. Yes, yeah. I remember. This was probably one after everything that happened with Amy and Rory, the fact that she waited for him and he never showed up 
was probably the second most heartbreaking thing. It really, really was. And I felt really, really bad for that. I don't know how to say it. The the older Amy. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for her where to the point where she said, no, I'm not going to help you because it's and this is what I said. This is what was said to me. And it broke my heart. But this is what I'm going to say this time. I'm not going to help you. And it was just, you could see just how jaded she was from being left there. Well, I mean, wouldn't you be if you had to spend your life alone? Yes, absolutely. I do not blame her. And I, and it's both really cute and really, really sad that she took one of those robots, disarmed it, literally, and drew a face of lipstick on it and named it Rory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, this is one of those things where I love the, her relationship with Rory, but I hated the same because you don't understand it, and I don't know if they meant it to be like I don't understand it or if it like because they are constantly confusing whether or not she actually loves him. I agree. On the one hand, I feel like she loves the idea of him. She loves mm. the idea of being with somebody. And she feels like she could never be with the doctor. Like she's not enough for the doctor. And I feel like that's probably true. And so she kind of settles for Rory just because she wants to have somebody. And Rory idolizes her and will follow her to the end of the earth as he has before. So she's, I don't know, she's happy with her pet? Question mark? Pet? Is that the right word here? I don't know because... In the doctor's case, I think the companions are pets, but I don't think, like, Rory isn't a pet in this, like, he's loyal as a pet, but as we see later on, he isn't always. But I think, especially in this episode, Rory has to decide which Amy he get like, he brings back with them. How do you choose? Like, go ahead. Like, how do you choose between the person that you love in different points in time? And I get, like, yeah, I didn't get to grow up with her, and she's jaded, and she's a completely different person. But how do you pick? That's a really good question. I have no idea how I would pick. I and because it's still her. At the end of the day, that's still her, and it's a horrible little. It's a horrible decision to put on Rory. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, Rory, like, apologizes to old Amy and is like, yeah, I gotta take young Amy. <laughs> yeah, I... <sighs> and of course, we know that she was dead and everything. Yeah, but... I felt... I think the worst part of that is the doctors lie to her, saying, yeah, you can... I'll I'll take you both. You can go on this one. Or you can go and I'll send you... You can go live in France or something. You can go live someplace else. You can travel. And I felt that was, like, the worst part. Seeing her locked outside of it, that was Mm. a horrible ending to that. Well, honestly, it was yet another lie the doctor gave her. Like, so, I don't, I think this would have been just like she, the doctor lies. And this was just yet. (laughs) That's no more obvious, I mean, there is no other episode where that is more obvious than this one. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, anything else that you want to talk about about that episode? Um, not, no. Although I would have really liked it if she actually could get on the TARDIS and they could have just taken her and Rory had one really old wife and one really and his normal wife. That would have been interesting, but well, I think that would have created a paradox. You can't no, I know, have, but like, still. <laughs> I mean, in, it would have been nice in theory, but she would have had to have been dropped off in a parallel world or something. Parallel worlds don't exist at all, do they? <laughs> um, and, oh, for a second, let's talk about the little robot things. Did they creep you out? Were you excited about it? What was your thought? Which ones? The little robots where they would they tried to make everyone kind. You cut out entirely. Can you repeat that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to wait until I can tell when it's actually stopped cutting out. It could, gives like a good three to four second pause. <laughs> the robots when they were trying to make sure that everyone was kind, and it was oh the, kind- the one with the anesthetics in their hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Those yeah, those creeped me out. <laughs> A lot. And the last episode we're going to talk about today is The Wedding of River Song, where the Doctor and River are married. Were you excited about this episode, Ellie? Yes, and then I was promptly let down. So, yay. How so? Um, I don't know. I felt as a as it was with most of the things involving River and the Doctor, I feel like that was... I don't know. that It wasn't... It wasn't a resolution. It still didn't feel like it was done... It was obviously done out of love, but it felt more like it was obligated love, not actual love. Well, yeah, because she reversed time and created a paradox because she could not bear killing him. No, no, no. I meant him. Like, if that's not love, I don't know what it is. Well, I don't mean her on her end. I mean him. Like, he doesn't care. <sighs> it's possible. But, yeah. I mean, I can understand what you're saying about that. <sighs> but overall, did you enjoy the episode? Uh, yes, it was pretty good other than that and the the resolution of how they of how she killed the doctor and then actually did not kill the doctor that was that was well foreshadowed from the beginning i think mhm but i enjoyed this i thought it was interesting it was really fun and i was okay with the events and at least we got to see why river was in jail finally and Even like, if it's a wrongful imprisonment at this point now. I mean, technically, as far as they know, she killed the doctor. And she escapes all the time, so... Really, she <laughs> stay in prison. She's just there when she wants to be. Right, she's like, yeah. And even the doctor was like, her days are in prison and her nights... Well, that's between me and Mrs. Song. <laughs> like, I enjoyed it. Like and I appreciate that they show you that River only stays as long as she wants to. I appreciate that she comes back voluntarily. Like mm-hmm. not many people would be like, "All right, I'm gonna go now, and I'm just, I'll come back later." No, she actually does come back. 
<laughs> but um, I think that's everything about season six. Is there anything else that you wanted to say? Um, don't think so. All of the seasons are kind of mashed into one big <laughs> tiny wimey ball. So it's all good. Oh, there is one thing I wanted to mention. I loved at the end of this season, they had a little extra. Did you catch that? Um, which one was that? Where he put the head of the guy inside of the, um... Oh, yeah, 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 where he put it back where where he got it from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, I'll keep your secrets. He was like, yeah, I got too big. They got too scared. Now nobody's gonna remember the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's... I think that really solved... Uh, that really that made it okay that River didn't actually kill him because in a way she did she killed the idea of the doctor and she killed the the fame or infamy in some cases and that made it so he could go back to living as he would have without all that what's the word I'm looking for alright oh I'm sorry uh, I can't think of the word so we'll just move on anyway <laughs> Um, but I think that's everything that we need to know about season six. Um, if there is anything that you guys think we forgot, leave it in the comments. And thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Machine Was Planet Time Edition. I was your host, Jasmine. And today we had Adelaide with us. Say goodbye, Hi, Adelaide. Okay. Um, do you have anything that you want to plug before we end everything officially? Um, other than the usual Twitter at OP Addy. Come talk to me. Okay. Um, you can tweet um the show at the real OP tweets. You can tweet me personally at OP Jasmine. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. You can follow our Facebook, go to the website. Um, all the information will be in the description. And have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye.